It's time to talk West Virginia basketball. Coming from the Stone Church Studio in St. Albans, West Virginia, this is the Full Court Press. It's time for another edition of Full Court Press. Michael Sussman here alongside Anthony Lewis and Derek Bailey. I uh, hope everyone had a good Christmas. Uh, what do you guys have going on as we approach New Year's? It's been a busy family weekend. You know, obviously, um, with the Christmas holiday, things tend to pick up. Everybody uh, making trips around to see each other. And, of course, the the uh, the joy of gift giving. The wallet's hurting a little bit this morning, but that's all right. Everybody had a great Christmas. The joy house. of Christmas. It's a pain in the rear end sometimes. But no, I had <laughs> Listen a great to time. Listen Scrooge great, great, Yeah, great time. Get, you always get, get together with family. It's always fun. Uh, and then now I'm I'm ready for some bowl games and some more some more sports all week long. It's I'm ready. Up. I get bowl games up. are starting. Glad to be back in the studio on the heels of a Mountaineer victory on Saturday over Toledo, 91 to 81. And guys, we have a player in Raekwon Battle, a second straight game for him with 29 points. This time more efficiently, 9 of 15 from the field, 9 of 10 from the charity strike. And you can start to see what all the hype was about. Yeah, he, he looks like a very solid player. Uh, I didn't know how good he was. I didn't really see much at Montana State. He played very well defensively also. He had about four or five steals. He has 29 points in both games now. Uh, looks like a dynamic player for WVU. No wonder they were in a hurry to get him eligible. <laughs> you can see why if you have him for some of these other games, they probably win those. Yeah, clearly, and, and even Coach Huggins had even talked about him and saying that he was a great athlete and could be a great asset to West Virginia. So, I'll echo what you said. I could see why they were putting up such, such the yes. effort to get him eligible, especially with the shortage of guards on the roster. But it makes you wonder how he ended up at a school like Montana State, but coming off of the Native American reservation, it's probably not a big circuit for AAU out there. So he probably just took went to wherever he could and hoped that he would be seen and could transfer. But what an athlete. Um, he's been a great asset. Now if we can just continue to get the roster moving in the right direction around him, I think West Virginia could potentially um, start to turn the corner in the second half of the season or in the – in January. The the beauty of basketball, what you're saying is like, how does battle get away from the bigger schools? There's only so many players that the big schools can take, and there's always overlooked kids. I think Damian Lillard went to like Weber State. Mm-hmm. How does Damian Lillard end up at Weber State? But yeah, so that's the beauty of basketball. And I didn't know how good battle would be. I didn't know how, if I, but the first early results are battles really, really good. <laughs> Without question. And to your point, you're starting to see some, some continuity and in some roles. Josh Eilert talked about balance developing for the Mountaineers. Quinn Slazinski kind of broke out of a mini slump Saturday, 6 of 13 from the field, a cook a cook with 12 boards. How long will it take for this team to hit its stride? Uh, that's a good question because, you know, you, you, you get all these guys back and then unfortunately you lose Edwards. Edwards is a big loss. But at the same time, you, you offensively, like I know they weren't great against Radford, but offensively against uh, Toledo, they look they look pretty good playing together. I mean, you have Carees out there getting ten assists. When's that, the last time a Mountaineer had ten assists? I mean, it had been forever. They showed it yesterday. I can't re- or showed it the other day. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember when it was. It was like six or seven years ago. But ten assists for Carees. That's what this offense can do. It can be dynamic. And if you get Edwards back, like, and you can get them working together, they may be able to win some games. Yeah, I mean, you got to think. Kears has been Carees has been sitting on the bench since what October. He played in the preseason game. Well, technically, technically March, if you want to get technical, because he was at Arizona. He hadn't got to play from March to December. Yeah, I think – but he did play in the exhibition game. Well, the game. one game, yeah. But uh, he's been sitting over there, so we've not had a chance to really see what he could bring to the table. 
And obviously, he's going to bring a lot of – first, he can shoot. Mm-hmm. And so, if if they come out and try to double him or even guard him, he can he can dish it, which will help. And then, you know, he can get it to battle. Or if they can get it down low, if they can get a cook a cook um, back into, I guess uh, – Game shape is game basically shape. the key here. Um, he can he, – I think he could be an asset. They're going to have to go a little small, but um, they'll be fine. I see WVU with the – Situation with Jesse Edwards as a team that could really be dangerous as you trend towards the conference tournament because he comes back in a month and then it probably takes about a week or two for that chemistry to develop. But that'll be one of the most dangerous high pick and rolls in the country when you think about two athletes, Battle and Edwards. Those two can become interchangeable pieces in some way attacking the basket. Yeah, the key, the key to obviously you miss Edwards. You miss Edwards on the defensive end. But it's, that's the problem with all the transfers and then all the suspensions and the NCAA requirements and everything. It just it throws a wrench into everything that you want to do, and it takes, it takes time to get players to play together. Here on Full Court Press, your statewide home for basketball discussion and analysis. Later on, we got Kevin Pitsnoggle joining the show, uh, him reintroducing himself to the Mountaineer fan base on Full Court Press. We look forward to that. Uh, Hit us up on the text line if you have any questions for the panel or Coach Bob Huggins at 304-909-7040. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Ren Baker's end-of-the-year press conference uh, and our evaluation of Josh Eilert to this point. The Full Court Press will be back after these words from our sponsors. Hey, it's Dave Allen for Parmore Stores, and yes, another holiday season is here. Now, you don't need me to tell you how hectic it all is with the shopping, the cooking, the decorating, family and friends. Well, just remember, your local Parmore Store is here for you during the holiday season and year-round. From gas to groceries and all the other things you need or may run out of, Parmore has you covered. We are the official convenience store of Marshall University and of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission. Happy holidays, and remember, if there's not a Parmore Store near you now, there will be soon. Have you been injured at no fault of your own? The Masters Law Firm is on your side and here to help you in your time of need. With decades of experience, we've successfully helped clients recover hundreds of millions of dollars in compensation. Our team understands the toll that injuries take on victims and their families, offering both legal expertise and unwavering support. Visit our website at themasterslawfirm.com or call us today at 304-342-3106 for a free consultation. Your journey to recovery starts with us. Hi, welcome to Huntington. Hi, I'm calling with the asterisk free checking from your commercial. How long does the free trial run before fees start? Oh, our asterisk free checking is always free to open and never requires a minimum balance. Really? Never? Like never ever? Yep, never ever. That's actually fantastic. Thanks. Thank you for banking with Huntington. Learn more at Huntington.com slash checking. Welcome to Huntington. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. And we're back on Full Court Press. Michael Sussman here alongside Anthony Lewis and Derek Bailey. Guys, Athletic Director Ren Baker delivered his end-of-the-year presser recently. Uh, he addressed the West Virginia basketball situation. It's a 5-7 and seven start, the first losing non-conference record in 32 years. And he said, it's like an iceberg, and you can see the tip of it. I get a chance to see the entire iceberg. And he's talking about Josh Eilert and developing the program internally and seeing positive things. 
I don't know about icebergs, but I know that this is the worst it's been in a long time. How should West Virginia fans feel? I mean, I don't really know how you should feel about it. I, I don't feel great about it, but at the same time, I understand he was thrown to the wolves, in my opinion. He's never been a head coach. You know, there's a lot of things that go into being a head coach, and you're you're, th you're asking this guy to go out there, blend into these transfers that have been ruled ineligible, that, you know, have transferred in. you you got to blend in a whole new team. They haven't played one full game together yet. And it's just it's it's a lot to ask for a, for a coach that's never been a head coach to do this on a national stage. Now this would be different if he were learning, say at like a uh, at a smaller school. I don't know, like a, a non group of five school or a group of five school, mm -hmm. instead of learning in a at a Big Twelve job, which is a national job. So overall, I don't feel great about the situation. I mean. There are games that I feel like West Virginia's lost maybe because of the coaching disadvantage, like St. John's comes to mind. But you're not going to expect him to outcoach Rick Patino. You're just not. And then, you know, Monmouth comes to mind. you got to win that game. you got to beat Radford. There's games that they've lost that are close that you can kind of say, well, the coaching staff maybe failed them here. But at the same time, he's never been a head coach, so you don't really know what he's going to be, even if he's not never a head coach again. I think he's, he's shown patience throughout this process. He's been diplomatic. Um, I think, to, to your point, defensively, there should have been adjustments like in that pit game, letting Henson go crazy from three against UMass as well. I think defensively, West Virginia has needed to have been better. But, yeah, Josh Eilert, just in a situation where he's up against it. Anthony, what about you? I'm not really going to get into the uh, – you know, I'm not really into judging him just for the fact that the, we've known what this is since day one, that he's an interim coach. Yeah. Now – Fans, they tend to always want to go with what they're comfortable with, and now they've become comfortable with Josh Eilert, and they want to make excuses, or and I don't even want to use the words make excuses, but they want to give him the, the, the benefit of the doubt and let him stay around and keep recruiting. But the fact is, he was brought in as an interim to keep this team together and go through one year. And that's probably what's going to happen, and that's not going to bother me that they go out and do a national search for a new coach. I mean, let's face it, and, and it's no disrespect to him, but he's been kind of more of an administrative guy for the last 15 years. He's not been – I don't think he's been much of a bench coach or, you know, they've leaned on Ronnie and, and, and um, Eric Martin and those guys over the years to do that type of stuff. But I think he was the right person to put into this position to keep the, the train on the tracks and let's get through this season. I, he's being rewarded financially. And I wouldn't be shocked if, if Wren kept him at West Virginia when, if they do make a move to another coach just because of all the things that he's had thrown at him. He brought up the transfers. They've lost parts of the roster that they thought they were going to have. Uh, they filled him in pretty adequately over um, the summer. But um, it's been a tough road to hoe. And, um, you know, I just think people want to see these kids play hard and represent the school. I don't, I don't hear a lot of – negative talk towards him he's a he's he's probably the best person for this situation because he knows what it is and he's gone out and kept it really positive over the last few months positivity it's a great gift it's the gift giving season <laughs> as we wind down in the final minute um i'll start derek with you and, and maybe finish it up later what, what gift what gift do you give to the west virginia basketball team trending towards 2024 what do you want them to have <laughs> I just want them to have a winning season. That would be the best gift that they could give us. That would be the best gift that, that everyone could get. 
But, uh, you know, a gift for them, I don't know, just keep playing hard. That's the good thing. They are playing hard. They are competing. They haven't quit. So, you know, that is the good thing. Guys, just don't give up and keep playing hard. I don't even know if they're going to reach the winning season, but the gift I'd like to give them are a couple big upsets. I'd like to see them knock off, like, Houston or Kansas. Kansas. That way they would have something to celebrate and make themselves feel good. I hope that they find toughness under the tree or, I guess, uh, after Christmas at New Year's. Um, you get out-rebounded three games in a row in your last three losses. And then the one-point loss to Radford, two points to Virginia. Should have beat Monmouth, should have beat St. John's. you got to learn how to win. We're back on Full Court Press after this. Tired of manually updating your online payment information every time your card is lost, stolen, or expired? Let CardSwap from Summit Community Bank take care of it for you. CardSwap lets you update your payment information for multiple merchants and subscriptions all in one place. Simply add your Summit debit or credit card to CardSwap and we'll update your payment information automatically. Convenience when you need it most. That's service beyond expectations. Sign up for CardSwap today through Summit Community Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. In an ever-changing world, one thing you can always count on is Walker Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Hurricane. You know Gene and Ryan built their business the old-fashioned way by making friends. There are no gimmicks or games at Walker, just honest, fair deals, and their method is so straightforward it may shock you. Friendly service and a huge selection of inventory with more arriving daily. When you're ready for your next vehicle, take the short 20-minute drive from Charleston or Huntington to Walker Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram just off the Hurricane exit of I-64. Walker Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, making friends one deal at a time. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. And we're back on Full Court Press featuring Bob Huggins, Coach Hugs, in the studio with us now. Coach, uh, all coaches have their ways of keeping guys accountable. In some cases, you take away playing time, maybe it's push-ups, suicides. For you, it was the treadmill. Take us through the inception of using the treadmill uh, to penalize, let's say, mistakes. It's not a penalize. Okay, what is it? It's a reminder. (laughs) Encouragement. Yeah, that's a good word. You know, it, you know it is something when people, players tweet it, take a picture of it and tweet it, uh, mention it in press conferences. Um, what are what are some of the more memorable reactions to some of the players' first time on the treadmill? What, 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 let me let me back up. When 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 there's treadmill encouragement, what does that entail? What it entails getting on the treadmill and running for a specific uh, period of time. Was there like a minimum? Well, here's what happens. I'll <laughs> tell you what happens. What happens is, and it happens at every level. So, you know, you you say, okay, if you throw it out of bounds another time, you're going to run for every time you throw it out of bounds. And so what they so they run they'll run to you know, like they run to half court, but they really don't. They run to the top key and come back, and then they supposed to you know run to the other foul line they run to half court and come back and then they think they're done and and they so they cheat everything they just cheat everything you can't cheat the treadmill that's some good ingenuity who do you think complained the most (laughs) about the treadmill oh wow that's a good question Mm, dax complained did he daxter miles complained some uh, John Holden, believe it or not, and John could really run. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But y- you can't <laughs> – the only thing you can do is jump off of it. 
<laughs> right. Because it's not it's not running at three miles an hour. I mean, you're putting you're, you're putting them down, picking them up pretty fast now. You're cranking that thing up there, high, high you, setting. You've you've got it cranked up, yeah. Well, it depends. Depend depends on who we're playing the next day. De, de, you know, depends on what happened the night before. It happens. There's a, there's there's a lot of variables. Sounds like the NCAA rules. No, don't know no, what the no, hell you're getting. No, you no, just no, it's variables. It's variables, and you know, you you tell a guy uh, close out on the high side, close out on the high side. Do you understand where the high side is? Close out on a high side. Get on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> Javon Carter, you know, he, he his whole thing is treadmill mentality. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Was he a frequent flyer? They came up with it. Him and Dax. Oh, they embraced it. They came up with it. <laughs> they, came out, they came out with a T-shirt that said treadmill mentality. And then everybody got it, and then we had to make shirts that said treadmill mentality, and it became a uh, household name. You, you kind of told us off air, we, we were talking about the law school football hill. You said you went to stadium stairs sometimes, too, particularly with Kenyon Martin. H- how did he fare? You were talking, <laughs> you guys were talking about the law school law hill. Law school I hill. talking about that. No, it's a, if, if that was primarily a class thing. You know, if okay. you if you missed a class, you know, if you, you you needed a little encouragement to study a little harder, you know, that kind of thing. You just said, get on get on the stairs. I I had a fun st- uh, stairs in the Coliseum. Boy, those are steep. Yeah. And I I I told I had Reuben Patterson. Reuben obviously played in the NBA for for a good good amount of time. And I just couldn't get through to Rube that, you know, go to class, man. You know, go to class. And so I said, come on, we're going to run the damn stairs. And he was like, not quick. <laughs> so I said, come on in here. And uh, so I called his uncle. And he said, oh, can't do it, man. Just can't do it. And it got to the point where he was, he was really good. I said, come on, I'll run with you. I run. And I and I so I'm I'm like grabbing him. At first I'm grabbing him by the seat of the pants and I'm yanking him up the stairs. I was young then. <laughs> so I'm I'm running him up and down the stairs, you know. So we run all the way around the football stadium at Cincinnati and we turn around and come back and I run about like two sections and I'm like, I can't go no more. You know? because I, I mean I was thirty late thirties probably. Close to forty. And and uh, so I like stopped. So Ruben come down and said, "Coach, you can make it. You can make it. Come on, come I'm on, coach, come on." on. <laughs> and then he snatches me and starts dragging me up the stairs. So I'm like, "Wait a minute, man! I'm not the one who didn't go to class." His, his nickname was Boo. I'm like, "Boo, you missed class. I didn't." He said, "Oh, coach, you just got to help me, man. You just got to help me. Just run behind me. Just you were pulling me, man. Just 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 run with me." So I. And and so I would I would let him I would let him go a couple times you know and then I'd cut across, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like you ran out already yeah, I, you know I had to cheat I had to cheat to, to to make it otherwise I was afraid he was going to kill me. It sounds like the all time backfire. It did it it well it did I had his uncle on the phone his uncle was a mailman, 
He was like, oh, can't do it, man. Just can't do it. I'm like, come on, man. He's going to quit. Your uncle, your uncle, well, he lives in Cleveland, and, he's del- and his, his uncle lives in Cleveland, and he's delivering uh, the mail. Now, Cleveland is, if, if y'all are, aren't familiar, that is right dead on the lake. Oh, yeah. So you get all that, all that snow coming off of there. So, I mean, you're walking through three or four, you know, feet of snow sometimes delivering the mail. So I'm like, you're a coward, man. Your uncle, your uncle is walking through three or four <laughs> feet of snow delivering the mail, and you can't run a little bit of stairs. Come on, man. So I was trying to play a little know with his mind a little bit but anyway we got him through it yeah we, we got yeah. him through it and he ended up being one heck of a player played in the league for shoot he probably played four or five seasons anyway that's treadmill mentality <laughs> treadmill mentality motivation we didn't have treadmill then oh there was just the steps after i ran those stairs got the we treadmill. had a treadmill <laughs> <laughs> so you can think so all the the, the the current or former players that got on the uh treadmill with coach huggins they can thank him yeah, well, they they were. I mean, you name them, they were on there. I don't think anybody has ever avoided it. Totally escaped it. I'm sure there's been a few that jump on it and learn their lesson real quick. Probably not a frequent flyer. Some, some of them are really stubborn. It, it, I knew it had to be something because there was a there was a uh, like a trash can parked beside it. So <laughs> well, you don't have to get into detail on that. What do you do with the trash? You throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's for recycling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> As we're here on Full Court Press, hit us up on the text line at 304-909-7040. If you have any questions, we're back after this. Little General Stores has served our hometowns for decades, providing those essential needs for the road of life. The LG family goes above and beyond to ensure that your experience is an easy one. That's why they offer the LG Rewards Card, a way to earn points for free drinks, coffee, and even discounts on fuel. Rest assured, you'll leave knowing they have your needs covered. Oh, and by the way, tell them Hug sent you. Little General Stores, your road's neighbor. The relationship between a lawyer and a client is based on trust. You have to make certain that the lawyer you hire has your best interests at heart. This is attorney Ben Salango. Just like the Mountaineers are fighting hard on the field, the Salango Law Firm will fight hard to win your case. Whether it's medical malpractice, automobile or trucking accidents, hiring an experienced lawyer will make a difference in the outcome of your case. When you hire my law firm, you get results, not excuses. Check us out at salangolaw.com. Ball Automotive Group is here for all your automotive needs. We have three locations with over 300 new vehicles available and a great selection of pre-owned vehicles in stock. Ball Automotive has been an integral part of our community, which we have proudly served for over 20 years. With over 1,300 online reviews, you'll see why our customers keep coming back. To see what Advantage Toyota of Barbersville, Ball Toyota of Charleston, and LNS Toyota of Beckley have to offer, visit us online at ballautomotivegroup.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. And we're back on Full Court Press. We've got a treat as Kevin Pitsnoggle, WVU Great, calls in. Uh, Kevin, how you doing today? I'm not doing too bad. 
So uh, we're happy to have you on. You're one of the great all-time offensive players at West Virginia, second in made three-pointers. And you were kind of ahead of your time as far as a 6'11 stretch four big man that could step out and knock down threes. Um, what's it like to sort of see the metamorphosis of the game and see players like you more and more common in college in the NBA? Well, it's kind of cool. I mean, to see um, a lot of the, a lot of the same stuff we were doing uh, now 20 years ago um, coming coming to the forefront and just kind of being being the focal point. It's kind of cool to see. You know, Kevin, I I would like to credit John Beeline for being a forward thinker here because. The fact that he, you know, was able to kind of put you out there. You know, you're playing in the Big East at the time, and it was more of a under-the-basket bangers league. And then here you come out there banging threes from, you know, from deep. You know, he saw your skill set and was able to use that to his advantage. Um, what what do you remember about playing for John and, and him installing that to get you open on the outside, to open you up? Yeah, I mean, it just, it just kind of ended up being a – I guess lucky match for me because I was recruited by Gail mm-hmm. and um, then John came in and I ended up being, being with him, but it ended up being a perfect matchup between the two of us because of the style he ran and, and the abilities um, just fit perfectly together. One common theme on this show has been the rivalry against Pitt. That's where legends are made. And you had one of your best performance, 27 points. And you actually started that game in place of an injured Dior Fisher. What do you remember from that game? I just remember going into it thinking this is an opportunity um, and and just wanted to take advantage of an opportunity and play well. I I knew I could play well. I just wanted to to go out and see – do the best I could to try to earn more opportunities later in the season. What's that do for your confidence to, to step up and, and, and send a pit home with a loss? Yeah, I mean, it definitely, it definitely increases your confidence and it gives you uh, a sense of ability to be able to go into the next couple of games and play with the same confidence. Yeah, Kevin, I was at that game, and I remember there was one specific play that I recall in that game. It was early in the game you were wide open at the top of the key and the whole crowd was urging you to shoot and you seemed hesitant, but you shot and you nailed it. And then after that, it was on. <laughs> that was the only play yeah. I can remember in that game. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember a lot of plays from the games. Um, I mean, it's it's more of, a, I guess, a fan thing to, to remember exactly these things. And, I mean, as a player, I think you remember a lot of the smaller things um, not necessarily involved in the games. We'll go back. Let's let's – uh... We'll go back to talking to 20 years ago. Let's catch everybody. What are you doing now? I know you're in the education system, still living in West Virginia. Catch everybody up with uh, what what you have going on today. Yeah, as of right now, I'm an assistant principal at a local high school, Musselman High School. Um, and, I mean, I have I have uh, six kids, two stepkids that uh, I'm chasing around daily, so that keeps me pretty busy. I'd imagine so. What's uh, what's the Christmas holiday time of year like with, with six kids? Uh, it's pretty busy um, because they do go back and forth between my house and, and their other parents' house. So um, it, it stays pretty busy, and um, the kids enjoy it, though, and they're pretty happy, so that's all that matters. When, when you've got a seven-foot assistant principal walking through the, the hallways, I'm sure the kids probably ask you, did you play basketball, or, they, or are they pretty familiar with your accomplishments at the college level? Um, I mean, I think some are now because they, they, 
been told that, that people Google and mm-hmm. you know, all the technology nowadays, um, like they see me and they just ask a bunch of questions and then they just figure it out. But um, with my son playing, he plays at a local high school as well. Um, so a lot of people know him more so than they know me. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Well, that was something I was going to want to talk to you about. Talk, talk to us about Quincy and, and, and how he's doing and, and, um, and, and the, I've seen him on Google and of course, you know, how tall is he? Just give us the rundown on him. Yeah. I mean, he's doing well. Um, he, he's, he's worked hard. Um, he's six, nine. Um, he, he's, he's, a face in the basket type of kid. He, he's probably a little bit stronger of a rebounder than I ever was. So it's cool to see. Um, but overall he, he's coming into his own. He, he's going to end up being a late bloomer. Um, but he's, he's, had, he's having a good season so far. And I just hope he continues to play hard and enjoy his senior year. Yeah. I was watching some highlights earlier. He can step out, knock down the three. He can throw it down, down low in Hedgesville with a promising state tournament level team back. What do you think the Eagles are capable of this year? Um, I mean, they're, they have a lot. They lost a lot last year. They lost a lot of seniors that, that were a lot of their minutes. So I think this year it's going to take the season for them to get kind of that camaraderie and, and that ability to compete against some of the better teams in the state. Um, but I, I feel like with the coaches, with Kelly Church and the coaching staff that they have, um, by the time February, March gets around, they'll, they'll have an opportunity and they'll be playing their best basketball. He's a 10th grader. Who? Uh, Quincy, Quincy? Uh, uh, Quincy, senior, correct? He's a senior. He's oh, a senior this year. well, that just shows you how how I've lost track of time because in my head he was still in the tenth grade. Wow, um, you know, the, I'm looking forward to seeing him hopefully here in Charleston in March, and we've been following him. If there's anything, um, do you do you go out and give him some co- some advice, or do you let the coaches handle that? Um, how's that relationship work? Well, I mean, it's it's pretty difficult at times. Uh, he doesn't like to listen. I'm dead. Yeah. Um. So so it's it's and Kelly Church is really good. I mean, he's he's just about as knowledgeable as they come. Um. I mean, he's been doing it for 30 years, and, and he knows a lot of people and has a lot of connections in the basketball world. So as far as being able to teach and, and being able to get these kids to be where they need to be, um, he's as good as it gets, and and that's why he's in that program. Um, it's just what's best for him. Mm-hmm. I can imagine his size and the way he can shoot and and do a few things. I'm, I'm sure he's hoping to get to play at the next level. Is there um, are there is, yeah, it, is he mean, taking some visits or what's 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 well, the future? Yeah, as of right now, I mean, this past year was his first year. He really played uh, travel ball and got out there. Um, he, he's had some he's had some looks from some Division twos, and we're talking to some prep schools. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're just really trying to see like his development and where he ends up because he's, he's gotten so much better every year. Um, and he puts the time in and now he's getting the size. So he's finally starting to fill out his body and get comfortable. So as, as this year flows, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. Um, but we've looked at some prep schools and different things that I think would probably be more beneficial to him. Well, if there's anybody to get advice from, I'm assuming it would be you. Hopefully he, you're not just dad in that. And hopefully he'll, he'll take a, take a cue and, when I think about the fact that he might be going to prep school or college next year, it blows my mind because I remember when he was when he was born and and um, was, they would always feature him on ESPN, you know. And now it's hard to believe that he's off to college next year. Yep, that just means we're all getting old. <laughs> Very much so. 
You talked about Hedgesville needing to get hot at the right time. That's something that you all were able to capture back in the day. Uh, the, the 2005 run to the Elite Eight stands out. What do you remember about that group pushing the right buttons at the right time? Yeah, I mean, it was just from the start, we, we always had a core group that had uh, been very close um, throughout college, and, and it just kind of translated on the court um, with the way we played together and the way we shared the ball. And, um, and, and when you do that for long enough, you just start to gel, and then it's all hit at the right time at the end of the season there. Yeah, it was amazing to watch that group of guys come in. Obviously, you know, Joe, uh, JD, the whole, you know, the whole group there come in. Then, of course, later you guys added uh, Mike Ganzi to the group. And just what a run. I mean, is it hard to believe that it's already been, what, about almost 20 years since you came to campus and a little less than that, of course, since the major runs? I mean, do you this time of year, do you kind of start to think back to some of that stuff thinking – Wow, what a run we made there at West Virginia. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't honestly I don't think about it too much. I mean it's every once in a while like I'll get kids that I ask or my son will talk about it and um we'll just talk a and then reminisce a little bit. But as far as actually thinking about it, I mean at this point in my life I just try to live each day and move forward and try to survive. Um, try to continue to work hard and provide and um but um those were great memories, um and irreplaceable memories for sure. Just recently inducted to the Hall of Fame. Um, congratulations on that. And and I guess it's been a couple of years. I lose track. After COVID, I've lost total track of how many years were <laughs> the days. But, you know, congratulations on that. And um, well-deserving. I know you, you came back and were able to accept that uh, that honor. I mean, what's that like for you, knowing that you're, you're immortal now? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, it's not something I ever thought about, like, while I was playing. And I know as I get older, um, those things mean more and, and all the different uh, honors and different things that pop up mean more and more as you get older. I know when I was a player, like I, none of those things ever meant anything. Um, but now you look back and, and you think about all your accomplishments and, and just being honored for them is pretty cool and definitely appreciative. You know, I, you, you mentioned something about everybody getting old, of course, um, I'm I'm really old, but what's it like for you to to see your your teammates? I know you look at a Mike Ganzi's with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and do you, who do you keep up with? And and um, what do you, you know? What do you think of all their accomplishments, even outside of basketball? As you guys all continue to uh, to age a little bit, as you as you put it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us um, follow each other on different social medias and, and kind of keep tabs on each other through different sources like that. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's cool to see everybody getting to kind of live their dreams and live their lives. And, um, mine stays pretty busy and hectic, so <laughs> I don't I don't seem to get out of my areas too much. Mm -hmm. um, but it's nice, like everyone, like I'll I'll text Darius or I'll text Nick Patella or. Uh, and we'll catch up here and there. I, I seen Rob a little bit this summer um, while he was out recruiting. My son was playing. So it was nice to catch up with some of those guys if we kind of cross paths again. And um, while everybody goes different directions, it's still pretty cool to, to touch base every once in a while. Here with Kevin Pitsnagel on Full Court Press. A good win for WVU Saturday. They uh, get back on track with a victory over Toledo. Obviously, they've been dealt a tough hand this year. But have you gotten to see this Mountaineer squad? Just what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, I watched them earlier in person, um, and I try to catch the games when I'm home. 
Uh, I mean, they're they're a solid squad. They got a lot of growing to do. They got a lot of ins and out pieces that seem to be they were out now they're in. Um, so it's going to take a couple games for them to get together, play together, and kind of develop that that sense of camaraderie throughout the team. Obviously, last week West Virginia drops one to Radford, but I'll be honest with you, I wasn't really that upset. I was really kind of excited for Darius and in his squad for him to be able to come back to Morgantown to pick up that win. Um, I don't know how you felt about it, but uh, were you able to catch that game and, and, and maybe even catch up with him afterwards via text or anything? Yeah, I texted him a little bit beforehand because um, I had thought about going down to the game and there's some things that come up, but I wasn't able to make it. But I watched it on TV, and it was it was cool to see. Um, Darius is a great coach. Um, he's going to end up doing great things. Um, whatever he wants to do, he's going to succeed in because he's just a smart guy and works hard. Um, and has great people around him. So to see his team succeed, um, it shows how far he's come. Yeah, it didn't really feel like much of a loss. I was really happy for him. And obviously West Virginia had to take one on the chin for it, but um, I was happy, really happy for him. Yeah, for sure. That's Kevin Pitsnoggle on Full Court Press. Uh, Kevin, we really appreciate you taking some time during the busy holiday season uh, to join our little radio show. Uh, Happy holidays. Thank you very much. No problem. I appreciate you guys having me. All right. Kevin, good catching up with you, buddy. I'll be in touch. All right. That is Kevin Pitsnoggle, one of my all-time favorites. You talk about guys that move the needle and, and get WVU on a national stage. He was one of them. His junior, senior year, everybody knew Pitsnoggle. You've been Pitsnoggled. He was the first person ever I can remember being referred to as a verb. I believe it was Ian Eagle when they were playing Wake Forest in the in the game in Cleveland said, hey, you've been Pitsnoggled, and it stuck with him. You know, that was a that was a great run, great memories from that that team. Anyway, they even made a T shirt that said "You've been pitsnoggled. And I love watching the NCAA t- tournament every, in the, every, and they always bring up, they always have highlights of him during that time period. I remember him in the three point shootout too. That was cool to see. Uh, one of the best ever. As we wind things down, full court press: Michael Sussman, Derek Bailey, Anthony Lewis. The Full Court Press will be back after these words from our sponsors. You work hard. You deserve a reward. The impressive performance of the new Acura TLX Type S. With a 3.0 liter V6 turbocharged engine that generates 355 horsepower. But that's not all. Reward yourself with the elegance of its sporty cabin. The new Acura TLX Type S. Acura. Precision. Crafted. Performance. Lester Rains Acura now open in South Charleston, West Virginia. Visit LesterRainsAcura.com today. Hey, it's Dave Allen for Parmore Stores, and yes, another holiday season is here. Now, you don't need me to tell you how hectic it all is with the shopping, the cooking, the decorating, family and friends. Well, just remember, your local Parmore Store is here for you during the holiday season and year-round. From gas to groceries and all the other things you need or may run out of, Parmore has you covered. We are the official convenience store of Marshall University and of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission. Happy holidays, and remember, if there's not a Parmore store near you now, there will be soon. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. And we're back on Full Court Press, your statewide home for hoops discussion and analysis, as I'll kick it to Anthony for the Alumni Hall trivia question. All right, this week's Alumni Hall trivia question of the week. Don't forget they have locations in Morgantown and Charleston. The phone number 304-909-7040. And the question, 
Where did Coach Bob Knight play his collegiate career? Where did Bobby Knight play college basketball? Again, I'll give it to you again, 304-909-7040, and you get a $25 gift card to Alumni Hall. Locations in Charleston and Morgantown. We pivot back to the Mountaineers who take on the Ohio State University on Saturday. Uh, Derek's favorite team. He loves the Buckeyes. Man, I love them. They're having a good bounce-back season so far. 10-2 and two wins over Alabama and UCLA. They fell to Penn State and Texas A&M. Um, another test here for the Mountaineers, a chance to start sort of right the ship. Yeah, this is a this is a, this is a real test. Ohio State's pretty good in basketball. It pains me to say that they have Holtzman. He's a pretty good coach, does a good job. But uh, I'm not. It pains me to say I, I I don't really like Ohio State. I'm not a fan of them. But it is what it is. But this will be an interesting challenge for WVU. Obviously, this is a power conference team. We've seen what they've done against Virginia. You know, you had you had a couple games against some power conference teams. So this is another challenge. Hopefully, Kreza and Battle can show them what they got in the backcourt, and West Virginia has something for them. We'll find out. I love this game. Um, we've played them a few times over the last few years. I know Bob Huggins always liked to schedule games against the Buckeyes because he liked to try to beat Ohio State. But um, I like this game. I wish we played more games against Ohio State, Kentucky, That's Virginia. Maryland. Maryland. The, border, um, the border schools. Yeah, I mean, all great basketball programs, and, and it makes it fun for the fans. It's kind of a regional matchup and the fans can go to Cleveland if they want to um, so this will be a good matchup for West Virginia again back to the to trying to find a couple wins yep. to, to hang your hat on this will be a good start in Cleveland we'll go to the women's team now they had a great day on Thursday 103 to 52 over Niagara and it was a good bounce back they sort of had a, had a flat performance in a close win over Wright State and instantly coach Kellogg uh, puts his undefeated Mountaineers back on track. Listen, this women's team is going to be really good this year. I can't tell you the last time they went undefeated through the regular season. It's been a while. Um, the fact that you've scored 100 twice. Now, I don't know what the competition level has been, but scoring 100, it's hard to put the basket, the the ball through the basket that many times <laughs> to got, get to 100. They got Penn State pretty good. Penn State's generally a pretty good they college were, they women's team. They were top team. 25 at the yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say Penn State's generally pretty good. So, I mean, you, you, if that's any gauge, this team's pretty good. They're 12-0, and 0 too. I mean, like that speaks for itself. Even if you haven't beaten anyone really great – the fact is that they're twelve and zero with all that they've been through. That's three coaches in three years, and they're off to a great start. That that talks about the coaching staff and the players buying in. Yeah, so I'll be excited to see what they do moving forward. Obviously, the Big Twelve. You know, obviously uh, Kim Mulkey's not at Baylor anymore, but the Big Twelve is pretty com oh, competitive in women's basketball. Oh yeah, and I would look for West Virginia to. Um, you know, I'd love to see them make the tournament, of course, and make a run this year. So. For a first-year coach to be able to kind of do this, put on this performance, great hire by Ren Baker. Um, and, and I also, just on paper, looks like he hit a home run with the uh, volleyball coach as well. So, um, you know, people have their opinions on Ren Baker and the things that he's had to make decisions on. But in my book, he's two for two in the, in the coaching hire, um, you know, column. And that's a great sign to see, especially in an era where there's so many question marks surrounding the leadership at West Virginia University. Uh, to start to see him step up in the athletic department is huge. Yeah, you you got to make those decisions. Unfortunately, he's in that spot, so that's his decision to make. And if you make the wrong ones, you're not going to be in these spots long. But uh, that is that is a plus that he's hired two two coaches that seem to be 
well, the, the women's coach is doing an outstanding job. Volleyball coach is kind of wait and see still, but the women the women's basketball coach is doing outstanding, so that's a good hire for Wren. Yeah, on paper, I believe she was uh, like a two-time Pac-12 coach of the year. Obviously, the conference is having its, its issues, so she may have wanted to peel out and find a new place to start over because she was a Washington native. But uh, on paper, that you know, in the volleyball world, because I talked to a friend that is a volleyball guy yesterday, and uh, he said it was a home run hire. So well, I'll be curious to see how that plays out. I, th- I believe Texas just won the national championship. I believe they beat Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So with the volleyball numbers, it, I think Baker talked about this in the uh, press conference, they have like over a million viewers for the championship games. Well, yeah. Have you seen those girls? Yeah, well. <laughs> come on now. It's mostly men. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they, they're actually Nebraska's women's volleyball, or Nebraska's volleyball team. Oh, yeah. They sold out the football stadium. They're phenomenal. They're, they're actually, they're, they're really, people. the girls are really good. They can really play. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there are men watching that, young college-age <laughs> men watching that for that reason, too. But, uh but yeah, they, they get it's it's a growing sport. It feels like it's a growing sport. I yeah, don't really know, but it, it feels like it's a growing sport. Yeah, I think it's the number one female youth sport currently in America. As we'll go to another college basketball headline, uh, it's in the water this year in West Virginia. The Marshall men's team struggling. They're five and eight after a 78-69 loss to UNC Wilmington, who did knock off Kentucky earlier in the season. Uh, but Dan Tony uh, struggling with his herd right now. Yeah, I've I've watched some Marshall games. Uh, they're they're <laughs> They they struggle shooting the basketball as well at times, and they'll go like a long time without scoring as well. They're kind of like a, an old an old school West Virginia team. It's kind of it's it's hard to watch. It's a tough watch. They I mean at one point I I don't know what they are now, but at one point they were under twenty five percent from three on the season, and that's just not going to beat anybody. Didn't they just name him the oldest coach in America? He he's either if he's not the oldest coach in America, he's close because I believe he's about seventy six, seventy seven now. Well, there might be a reason that uh, they're not uh, performing well. Listen, at a certain point, and I'm like this with everybody, at a certain point, the coaching kind of runs its course, and it's time to find a, a younger guy to take over the the program. Um, I think he's done a great job down there with Marshall, but it might have ran its course. We'll see. But then again, in this day and age, I believe they lost a couple guys to the transfer portal that were going to help them. They lost Hanglotten, who's a seven-footer, who's now at Florida. And they lost a point guard who is at uh, Mississippi State. So, I mean, you lose two key players like that, it hurts. Yeah. How how much is that kid playing at Florida? Oh, he plays – now, the kid at Florida plays about – he plays a good bit. Okay. The one at Mississippi State, I've seen him get DNPs already. Oh, gosh. Florida Atlantic knocked off uh, Arizona 96-95 in two overtimes on Saturday. John L. Davis with 24 points. And how about the Owls looking good after the Final Four run? See, I'm I'm one of these people like you know they bring they bring out these preseason po- polls and everything. Florida Atlantic was like 33 and four last year, went all the way to the Final Four. Why were they not in the preseason top five? I don't understand that. They returned everybody. Yeah, and then Purdue it, it, it loses first round and they're and shot up one. immediately. Yeah, I do not understand this. This is not a fluke. This Florida Atlantic team is pretty good. I didn't get to watch this ball game, but Florida Atlantic is good. This is the same team they had last year that you saw. They now they beat the 16 seed in the second round, but they went on that run and get all the way to the final four only to lose to uh believe they lost to San Diego State. And I mean it on a buzzer beater. This isn't a fluke. This is a good basketball team. I'm not surprised they beat Arizona. Well, it goes back to what I always argue with everybody about, about the preseason rankings, and they should wait and probably until January to even put out the first rankings. But that's all for TV and, and matchups and that type of thing. But, you know, the fact and, – and not, not only that, but the writers and the coaches don't pay attention. We 
as Billy Hahn once told us, we watch too much sports. And that's probably <laughs> the case because these other coaches and other writers don't have time to sit and watch 10 ba- football games or 10 basketball <laughs> yeah, games. And when, does a, when does a coach get to sit around on a Saturday and turn on five TVs exactly. and just sit there all day and be like, well, I'd have ran that play there. I'd have ran that play there. They don't have time for yeah. that. They got to recruit. They got to coach. They got to prepare. They don't have They're time for this. They're listening to yeah. the talking heads tell you who they think is really good. Yeah, and that happens in the media, too. You saw that with the West Virginia football situation. I mean, it lasts in the conference. Then you go 8-4. and four. They have no idea how those things are going to pan out. <laughs> they have none. None. Not at all. As we're here on Full Court Press, winding down, Michael Sussman alongside Anthony Lewis and Derek Bailey. Have a wonderful day, and join us once again next week. Full Court Press is produced by Michael Sussman and Anthony Lewis in partnership with HD Media and Vandalia Media. For more information about Full Court Press, visit PressVirginia.com.